0: In the next room, you hear swinging of swords and concrete blocks. It sounds like concrete blocks. And the screams of Pedro Pascal. You walk in. Of course, it's the mountain. He's surrounded by concrete spheres he looks at you you're holding your cell phone and he is angry and he starts walking towards you then it fades to black even the mountain has to avoid his cell phone the podcast episode I'm uh, writing notes about or recording notes on is Muscle for Life with Mike Matthews. And his guest was Thor Bjornson. If you recognize the name, you probably already know how strong he is. You probably follow him on Instagram. He's been able to say he is the world's strongest man. He won the world's strongest man in 2018. Arnold Classic in 2018-2019. And if you don't recognize the name, as mentioned, you still probably recognize that... Or, yeah, if you saw him, you'd recognize him as the Mountain from Game of Thrones. He talks about his favorite episode uh, on Game of Thrones, and it was working with Pedro Pascal for the Mountain and the Viper episode. There was a lot of training that went into that, and it's definitely, like, um, when he got a lot of screen time, one of the best episodes, Uh, one of my favorite seasons, just because I like Oberyn so much. Um, So that episode, of course, one of the most brutal ones in the show, bummed me out for a few days. And I do remember this silly relief that I felt when I saw tweets with, like, pictures of Pedro Pascal at Shakespeare in the Park. I think it was, like, that week or maybe the week after, and he waved to the crowd and everyone (laughs) applauded that, yeah, he's okay, he didn't actually have his head squashed. This reminded me of that Doug episode, where he was scared of that movie, and eventually, I, I think it's his sister, and it might have been Skeeter, but they point out that you could see the the zipper in the back of the monster's costume. Anyway, uh, I I did back to World's Strongest Man. I used to I feel like it was like always on after school in when I was in high school, but it was frequently on, and I would just put it on while doing homework i I'm, I'm guessing it wasn't every single day after school but it did seem like uh, there were definitely like a lot of times just watching that and I can't help but think about world's strongest man when um, there's a lot of stores that come to mind where there's those uh, concrete spheres that I think are supposed to like block people from driving into the store with their cars or they're just decoration but um, I think there's a target in like near near napa valley that i remember this um, and probably some 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 of the targets in san diego anyway always fun to imagine lifting one of those concrete blocks and placing it onto that that other platform and then standing at the top of the podium, not podium, but getting my gold medal as the World's Strongest Man. So, Hathor has had that. But there is this great section where Hathor and Mike Matthews talk about the importance of sleep, recovery, and he recommends that you just put your phone in the other room. It's so important. Um, A lot of people will have different reasons that they need the phone in the room but it can be good to just figure out a way to make that happen you can get another alarm clock and you don't need to have that as your excuse and just having that physical separation is really huge and it it goes for both sides of sleep where i think mike matthews talks about this where the other big thing is that he doesn't use it in the morning um and yeah, so what what I mean by both sides is before you go to sleep, have it, like putting it in a charger outside of your room will help signal, like, okay, now I'm really going to go try to sleep. This is part of my wind-down routine, and it will help you get to sleep faster if you're not staring at that screen, refreshing different things. And then in the morning, also having that separation is good so that you don't just grab it right away and start uh, firing off the... Um, What is it like? It's not endorphins. Um, Anyway, you don't want to just start refreshing feeds immediately in the morning if you want to get into some focus state. And uh, another thing that I liked about this is that uh, Mike Matthews points out the other side of it where it says his wife does use the phone right before bed and she's able to just fall asleep. And it can be this thing where it helps her turn her mind off and not think about um, other stressors in life so yeah, try it, try it. I think that's a, a good thing I think um, yeah, just last night I, I, w- I was pretty good about try doing all the hacks that you'll hear about getting to sleep I was reading like a hardcover book had the blue blockers on um, all these different things and then but I did bring the phone into the room, and then I did start looking at, like, Kindle new releases. Then I, I'm sure, like, maybe half an hour went by where I was just browsing different books and then flipping through different books. Um, so th- that's not ideal. I think if you want to learn more about... I. I'm guessing this is one of those things where people know that more sleep is good, but still it's, it's one of those that is the sleep is one of the first things people will give up to increase productivity. And in the long run, it's not worth it. I would check out this Ted talk by Matthew Walker or actually I, I would first check out the Joe Rogan episode with him he or actually I guess the TED talk is shorter um so check that out but from his book Why We Sleep he says humans are not sleeping the way nature intended the number of sleep bouts the duration of sleep and when sleep occurs has all been comprehensively distorted by modernity Uh, another book to check out is Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport and in this book he talks about uh kind of like taking a look at your use of technology and at least building awareness around it uh starting with like a technology fast in a way and i think he he doesn't call it a fast or no yeah it, it that one's fine i think he doesn't call it a um like what is it anyway um Here's what he says. Digital minimalism is a philosophy of technology use in which you focus your online time on a small number of carefully selected and optimized activities that strongly support things you value and then happily miss out on everything else. I have been pretty addicted to email lately, just refreshing it for different reasons, uh, waiting to hear responses from things. And then I've been pretty good about Staying off of other, kind of like anything with a feed, good not great. Um, and I don't think that there's zero value in those things. I think it is um, good to stay in touch with friends, and that and there there are arguments in that book in digital minimalism that um, if if that's really the case, then give your friends a call. Um, and th- there's a pretty good point to that. I, I I do agree with that as well, um, but I would also recommend checking out. There's a podcast with Cal Newport and Brian Koppelman, where on Brian Koppelman's podcast he interviews Cal Newport about this book. And um, as always, it's it's good to hear. Like just like I said, like there's another side to like. Hey, maybe bringing your phone can be good uh, into the bedroom can be good for some people in the same way. Koppelman says that he has found a lot of value and has created relationships through social media. And it is almost like two people on uh, pretty extreme opposites where Koppelman's very active on social media and then Cal Newport is not active at all. And then at the same time, they they also are um, in pretty different places in society than probably many people where um one writes billions uh tv like successful um tv and movie career and the other is uh, has a successful career as a non-fiction author and that's kind of his side thing because his main job is a tenured he's a tenured professor at georgetown so um yeah so it is good to just hear perspectives from other people as always um but yeah that's getting away from this just remember uh you know don't take your cell phone into the room or the mountain will squash your head thanks a lot